Slava Jesus Christu, Slava Navika. Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. It's Father Basil again doing another podcast. Hope everyone's doing well on this rainy day that I where I live. And it was a busy day for me. Uh, the local um, school, Catholic school division had their opening mass service and I was part of that. So uh, I was very happy to be part of that. And then we had a very good guest speaker. It's this archbishop who talked about uh, truth and reconciliation. For those of you listening from Canada, we know that um, there is a lot of uh, a lot of things that happened in our history of our country with the Aboriginal people, with uh, um, residential schools, and um, that affected the the church, with uh, the church, uh, Catholic Church being. Um, you know, having to make amends for the uh, wrongs they committed during those times, and it's um, it's a good reminder that we have to take responsibility for our actions as people, as organizations, as churches. Everything we do will be um, evaluated by God, right? And, you know, especially uh, those of us who are teachers, you know, we always talk about evaluation. We talk about students being evaluated in the different subject areas, but we also, every person on this earth, will be evaluated for what they have done on this earth. And of course, those who have done wrong, those who have done um, immoral actions, hurtful actions have hurt many people, will be judged accordingly by God. And, you know, as a church, we have to take um, ownership of the wrongs that have been done. And, you know, to... The, the least we can do is apologize as a church and to make amends uh, for the people that have been hurt by the actions of Catholics, Christians in this world. But anyways, that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm going to start reading again from this Light for Life book, The Mystery Lived. As stated earlier, we were created with a God-given order to our human nature. Our body was to take life from the soul, our soul from the spirit, and our spirit from God's spirit. With the fall, however, we tried to find life on our own apart from God. Our fleshly nature went its own way. The forbidden fruit looked good. The body craved something and told the mind that there was life in it. Our mind followed the dictates of body and we died. St. Paul refers to such people who center their lives on the physical 
as carnal or fleshly, in Greek, sarkikoi. Others seek life through the mind or soul, our ideas, our intelligence, our plans. But this too does not produce life. Having a keen mind does not protect us from emotional or spiritual disorder. St. Paul refers to those who focus their lives on their mental or emotional qualities as too rational, psychikoi. The result is that our spirit heart is undernourished, shrivels and dies when we are body or mind-centered. The only way in which we can be fully human is to be spirit-centered or God-centered. That is pneumatikoi. The saddest thing is that the world considers this abnormality to be normal. We live in a world of false ideas and delusion. It is as though we were wear rose-colored glasses, seeking all in a fantasy land glow. We think that the disorder in which we live is normal, desirable. Yet God can always bring good out of evil, light out of darkness. He takes the initiative. He works to restore the likeness we lost. He helps us to get back in line with the way things were meant to be so that we can find life. He does it his way, not ours. We would have done it as an angry schoolmaster or football coach, yelling and directing from the sidelines. God had a different way. In his love for us and for his creation, he jumped into the midst of the mess, assuming it and healing it from within. So this is um, very... This is a very good understanding of how we need to be spirit-centered because as we read, if we are only desiring fleshly things, if we're only desiring carnal things, bodily things, physical things, you know, we, we are, only, we are use, uh, having our body control our desires but if we're only uh, also if we're only uh, wanting uh, emotional or mental things, you know, using our rationality uh, to to live through life, you know, uh, obviously we need to use the our mind that God has given to us to make good decisions. But if we rationalize things all the time if we think that we are smarter than God, if we think that we can be without God, we are missing the point. Because the Pharisees were very rational. The Pharisees were very smart. They, they knew the law, the, the Jewish law inside and out. But they were missing the point. They were missing that point of that relationship with God. They were missing that point of having their soul filled with God's spirit and to do things not for their own will,
but to do things for God. And and we we can we as Catholics, we as Christians can make the same mistakes sometimes. You know, we, we think that we are so smart in today's world. We think that we, we have all the answers, you know, that that well, you know, I if 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 people don't live the way I live, then they're wrong, you know. I'm always right. You know, we, we have so many people that have that attitude these days that they can never admit that they're wrong. They never admit their wrongdoings. And and this is a problem in today's world because we need to have that humility. We need to have that, that mindset that we're not doing things for our own will. We're not doing things for our own glory. We're not doing things to profit from other people. You know, and, and I think I talked about that in one of my podcasts very recently, you know, how we, we live in a very materialistic world, a very business-oriented world. So we only want to help people if we get something in return. We're only going to encounter someone if we profit from it. So if, if a person down the street that was walking towards us doesn't doesn't give us any profit, we're just going to ignore them. We're just going to uh, think that they don't even exist. That's how this world is, is going today, you know. And loneliness is real, you know. People, people who are alone, people who are uh, living alone, uh, who are widows, who are widowers, who are single, who are have emotional or, or uh, you know, psychological de- uh, disorders, depression. You know, when 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 they feel like people don't care about them, it's sad. It's a sad world we live in. And and I, I I've I've dealt with depression in my life, you know I had major depression before I got married, and I have had bouts with of it in in, in life, and it's, uh you know we have to start caring about one another, we got to start using more than just our our business type of mindset in this world, you know why don't we call one another. You know, and even people, uh, it's funny how sometimes people in churches are, you know, um, do they check up with, on their, with their priest? You know, they, they think, well, the priest, you know, he's fine. He, we give him a place to live. We give him money. He doesn't need any other support. Well, it's not true. You know, I've known priests in the past who are so lonely. And, 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 and especially, you know, nowadays where most of us are married, and they would say, well, he has a family. He doesn't need our support. Well, you don't know every single thing that happens in a priest's family, a priest's marriage. So to say, well, we don't need to support him, that's, that's this, a, a, a different type of mentality that's this wrong, you know? And, and we... Um, Again, it's this business mindset. Well, we're, we're only going to go to that person if we need something from them, if they can give us something that we need in life. And that's this business mentality that's, that's overriding our world today. You know, 
and, and well, we're only going to go to the priest if we need something from him. But we don't, we don't care about him other, any other times. So if we need a confession or we need a, a baptism, we need a marriage, sure, we'll go to him. But otherwise, we don't care. That's, that's a terrible attitude to have. Terrible attitude, you know? And, and we need to change that. We need to change our mindset about other people. You know, we, we are just not friendly anymore in today's society. You know, like I said, do we even know our neighbors? I think I did a podcast about this months ago or even years ago. You know, do we even know, know the neighbors who are living on the same street as us? Nowadays, it's, it's, we are so individualistic. We are so worried about our own little, uh, you know, family or house. Or we don't worry about anyone else in our community. And why? Why? Why did we turn this way? You know, as a Christian, as a person of faith, we need to care about everyone. We need to care about every single person in this world. They're about their salvation. And, and we need, we need to, to pray for people all the time. We need to pray for their, uh, to, for their um, souls. That's what we have to pray for. So, yes, uh, when, when we become too, you know, worried about our materialistic things, when we get, become too worried about being too smart in this world, that we can outsmart everyone else, that we can gain advantage over everyone else, we are certainly missing the point of Christianity. You know? Um, we, we need to, to be open to God's um, spirit in, within us. We need to be open to saying to God, it's not about me, Lord. It's not about what I want. It's not about always getting my way. It's not always about, you know, making sure that my needs are met. It's about doing what you want me to do, Lord. This is the attitude we have to have, okay? And sometimes we're going to fail. Sometimes we're going to sin and we're going to do things that the Lord doesn't want. And that's why we go to confession. This is why we repent of our sinfulness. Sometimes we're going to um, not uh, do the things God wants us to do. And, 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 and even if we do the things that God wants us to do, we're going to be sometimes ostracized. You know, because this world that we live in currently is as, as you know you can just see it it's getting more and more secular it's getting more and more unchristian so the, the Christian values that were once a part of most of people's lives are no longer there they're no longer uh, around us today you know people live very unchristian lives People live very unholy lives for the most part. 
and and the and the uh, the percentage of Christians in this world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And and this because you're baptized, this because you might get married in the church, doesn't mean that you're a practicing Christian. Doesn't mean that you're following God's laws, that you're following God's commandments, that you're that you're doing things for the glory of God. Doesn't mean that at all. It, you know, to be to be humble, to be um, you know uh to to want to do things for for the sake of the church to want to do things for the sake of God's glory is a lot of people are not in this world are not doing it anymore and and i i i i applaud those who do volunteer who do so much for the the community who do so much for the church, who do so much for, uh, you know, the different people around them. God bless you. And, and keep on doing it. Don't, don't be discouraged by the rest of this world. You know, that's unfortunate in our churches today. There's so many people getting discouraged because they, 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 they are doing what is right, but they see other people around them not doing the same thing. You know, who, other people who just don't, don't give the same amount of time and energy towards God. But don't be discouraged. Don't keep on doing what you're doing. You know, keep on serving the church with, with all your power, with, with, with as much time as you have. Yes, we have busy lives. We are very busy in the today's world. But, you know, in the end, when we sacrifice our time, when we sacrifice our energy to do the things God wants us to do, we will be blessed. We will be rewarded with the heavenly kingdom. This is, this is what Jesus has promised us. Jesus has promised us, you know, that those who who give up the things of this world. And, you know, there's that one passage where he says, you know, those who give up mother and father and wife and children and, and brother and sister, you know, we, it's hard. It's hard to think that way. How, we, we think, well, how can we give up everything that we have? How can we give up everything we've worked for? How can we give up those things that are, you know, you know that we that we bought and, and that we work so hard for in our lives, and Jesus is saying, you know, those things are not as important as your relationship with God. That's what He's saying to us. You know, He's saying, yes, all these things on this earth you can use for your benefit. You can use these things on the earth for your, uh, you know, pleasure and for your, uh, you go on a vacation and you enjoy the nature, you enjoy the things of this earth to eat and you have a home and you have food and you have uh, clothing and you have all these wonderful things that God has given to us on this earth. But, but in the end, 
those things are not going to make a difference whether we go to heaven or not. The only thing that's going to make a difference is a relationship with God. We have to remember that, you know? You know, we could have all the things in this world, and Jesus has, has, has warned us about that so many times in the gospel stories, you know, about the rich man and Lazarus, about that rich fool, about the rich young man that came to Jesus. So many times in the, in the gospel stories, Jesus is warning us, don't rely on the material things of this earth. Don't rely on the things of this earth to gain salvation because they won't give you salvation. They won't. The only thing that's going to give you salvation is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay? So, um, yeah, continue to pray. Continue to make sure that you pray every day. Come to church as often as you can. You know, when priests do weekday services, it's not just for the five babas that are always there. It's for everyone. It's for everyone that wants to come. You know, the, the priest schedule services, it's not, it's not a private service. It's public. It's anyone who wants to come to church to pray. So when the times are in the bulletin, when the times are there, come pray. It's for, it's for the people. The priest can pray at home if he wanted to. He doesn't have to go to church. You know, if <laughs> he's, he's not putting the, the time and the schedule in the bulletin so that he could pray at home. He's doing it for a public service. He's doing it so that people come and pray. The people come and, 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 we, and in our Ukrainian Catholic tradition, we have so many beautiful prayer services. We have so many beautiful traditions, prayer traditions, that we can be praying every day. You know, and, and, and people are like, well, I don't have time. I have this and that. Well, okay, so you don't have time now. Are you going to have time when Jesus, at the last judgment, when Jesus asks us what we have done with our time? You know, what, what, what we have done with our, the time we have given on this earth? Yeah, we're busy. We're busy people. We're all busy people. But, but put that busyness aside for a second and say, what is the most important thing? What is the most important thing for my salvation? Okay? Having a good relationship with God. Having a good relationship with Jesus Christ. So I've talked enough today. God bless you. Have a good day.